Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Talk Comics to Me. It's going to be a loud day. We are in the basement at work, and it's about 5 o'clock on a, a Wednesday, so I don't know what to expect upstairs. It's, it's, a, it's been a wild day. Yep. It's cool though. You'll you'll get to you'll learn to love it. And if you don't, I don't. I don't we don't. It's, we're sorry. We don't care. <laughs> I I might, but I don't. I'll act like I don't. So we have to go quick. Got limited time, uh, so I'll start. I have Marvel issue one thousand. Marvel Comics issue one thousand. It's a bunch of one-page stories by Al Ewing and a few other <laughs> authors. Just a few with a, That's what it feels like. I feel like every single like page, it's like Al Ewing and some, some other artist. I'm like, whatever. It, I dig it. It's been a lot of fun. So I don't know if you enjoy any sort of Marvel comics. It kind of goes through each page, kind of focuses on each, a character throughout Marvel history. So like... It starts in 39, and it's like, this is what character came out in 39, and, like, each page is like that. That's I love it. It's pretty great. I love it. Uh, my next two books, I'm just going to do it once. One is the Immortal Hulk director's cut. This is issue number two, so it has issue number two, then the pencils for issue number two, and then the uh, script as well. So a lot of information in there. It's so light, too. Yeah, it is. I... I suggested if you want like a bulky, bulky read. And then I have House of Secrets number 92. It's a reprint, and this is uh, Swamp Thing's first appearance. Thank you. <clears throat> okay, so I have uh, Resonant. This is issue number two. Um, the, the story is just about a family in the post-apocalyptic world trying to survive. The, the dad leaves to go get medicine for their youngest kid. His youngest kid, not their youngest kid. His youngest kid, who is really sick. Um, it's, it's the apocalypse or whatever was caused by this thing called the waves, which makes you unbearably angry. Think of 28 days later, except when the waves are over, they just go back to being normal. So they have to deal with all of this stuff that happens to them during the waves. Uh, in the first issue, she was not able to contain herself when the waves hit, so she tries to kill herself. So it's her dealing with this while trying to take care of her little brothers while their father's gone. So I'm just going to pop in here real quick and say that I have delivered on my promise. Yes, we got a Naughty Faithless cover. This is the Naughty Faithless cover. There. Finally got it in, so there it is. Just wanted to show you. There's some... I don't, we didn't name. There are some round, roundabouts in here. Roundabouts and... And fork tongues. Fork tongues. I call it a spork tongue. That's not what it is. It's forked. You'll, you'll love it. It's good. It's Becky. Okay, so... Do you just want to talk about... We'll talk about Avengers really fast. Yes. Ouch. Um, because I don't want to talk about it too much because Heather has not gotten a chance to read it quite yet. It's been a crazy day. It's I been a... It. it has been a crazy day. So... Avengers Mountain is possessed. That's all you need to know. It's okay. We're, we did choose right underneath the new comic book, book wall. Yeah, that's, this was our bad. <laughs> this was our mistake. We make these mistakes. It's okay. We'll learn from them yes, someday. These, as my mom always says, these are mistakes you've made on your own. <laughs> I think we were helped with this mistake. Yeah, there were a lot of factors. Uh, so yeah, Avengers Mountain is Possessed. 
Uh, Robbie Reyes is in hell trying to race with Johnny Blaze. That's it. That's that. I just keep thinking about Hot Tub Time Machine. (laughs) Also, while we're on the, the talk of Avengers, if anybody agrees that the third Hot Tub Time Machine movie was actually Avengers Endgame, just slide into our DMs. Tell us you agree. Hot Tub Time Machine 3, Avengers Endgame. Yeah. I have it in my notes on my phone, so it's a thing. It's real. It's real. <laughs> they they time travel. There's love. There's fighting. There's water, I'm sure. <laughs> Who knows what and this all just, had in the back of Yeah, that I was going to say, this all just pretty much spanned from the time traveling and then how in the last issue... Was it the last issue of Avengers? Or the one before that the we one, decided? The one before that. Where they were all in a hot tub just hanging out. So, you put the pieces together, we got it. Uh, I feel weird because I went first, so I guess I'll just keep going. <laughs> just keep going, yeah. Uh, this is Spider-Man Life Story, issue number six. This is the last issue. This is the 2010s. And it was a satisfying run. My boy my boy did it. He knocked it out of the park. He writes a, a mean Spider-Man. And by that, I mean mean as in good. Mean as in sick. As in tight. Yeah. <laughs> These words don't mean what we're using them for. The 90s called. We need to go back. Rad. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a really introspective look. Don't you lost me. <laughs> I'm just going to ignore everything that just happened and go on. Just like in Lost. But yeah, if you're looking for a, a Spider-Man <clears throat> book that kind of shortens Marvel history and shortens Spider-Man's story. It's Spider-Man's. It's Spider-Man. Yeah. It's, it's Bill Spider-Man. I say check it out. <laughs> when is it? Um, is it? It's obviously put it, getting put into a trade. Yeah, right? I actually should have looked that up, but I did not. Okay. I just didn't realize that it was going to be the last issue. So. Yeah, and this and this one, there's a lot, like, there's not a lot that goes on, but there's a decent amount that goes on that kind of builds upon Peter Parker and uh, Miles Morales is actually in this one, and it, it's a, it's a, it's a bummer and a good time. Okay. But. Cool. That's all I have to say about Spiderman. Thank you, Chip. Thanks, Chip. We love you. We love you. Thanks for coming. Um, oh, I'm sure we'll have more chip at some point. I I don't right I don't now. have any chip today. You know what? Next week we'll probably have some chips. If we don't have more chip, we might we will scream. If I don't have chip next week, I'm done with this. I'm calling Marvel Comics right now. Sorry, I thought he was going to turn around. So I have a Necromancer's map. This is issue number one. This is a brand new series. I've been getting a lot of vault books, um, but I've really been enjoying them, which I think is really weird because I've never enjoyed vault books before. Anyway, uh, this is about a necromancer and her traveling companion um, trying to discover what a map means. So they go to like an old League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type thing uh, because the map was originally done by their group. But since it's like thousands of years old, they can't translate it yeah. at all. Um, her, I guess the weird twist is that since she's a, a necromancer, her traveling partner is a really good friend of her, hers, and he ended up dying on their journeys, and she brought him back. And he's not happy with it. Right. <laughs> so they're like fighting and stuff while trying to figure out what this map means. Um, there's like a sick kid 
that uh, he can, like, travel through different, like, realms because he's, like, dying from this illness that hmm. is apparently a thing within their group. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. There's, like, elf people in it, which I also just really love. So. The art, art is really cute. Yeah, it's, like, it's a really cute story. I, I enjoyed uh, the action sequences. I like how sometimes the the partner, the traveling companion, is kind of... What is the word I'm looking for? Androgynous. Okay. Like, they don't refer to it as, like, a man or a woman or anything. And, like, sometimes it looks like a man, sometimes it looks like a woman. So All right. I'm really into it. Um, I think it's a really fun story. And I'm really excited to read more. <laughs> the floor is shaking. <laughs> this whole building is falling down. <laughs> now we have Tommy Gun <clears throat> Wizards. This is Christian Ward's... I believe first foray into into, so. into writing the the comic books. Do you want to, do you want to take did you read this one? I did. Okay, so I have a little backstory about this, the reason why I got this. Um I am related to Al Capone. And this story is about if Al Capone dealt in magic rather than alcohol. And other, you know, illegal shit. That yes, he was yes. Doing. Um but yeah, it's a uh, it's just about magic and how magic is illegal. That's uh, that's it. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's it. That's really that it. is that's the premise. Um, but yeah, it just follows a, a group of detectives trying to not necessarily solve it because they it's already been solved. They're just trying, trying to, to find like the lead runners who is dealing magic all over. Yeah, they're basically the trying to you know catch Al Capone. Yes, it's Elliot Ness. Yes, if you are fam- f- familiar. This, it's a really good story. Yeah, it's I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I. It was interesting. I didn't hate it. So, and it is only five. I'm yeah. I'm not. I sure. think it's like five or six because I, I. That was why I had agreed to add it. Cause I was like, oh. I wrote my pact with the devil. And the devil was myself. We agreed to add this to my pull file. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's it. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I was there. Yeah. You saw me, what, cross it off like three different times and like rewrite it because I'm pretty sure that's what I did. I just put the first issue on there to check it out. And I kind of want to check out the second issue, but maybe I'll just read yours. So, yeah. And I don't. We can do that. I don't make another huge commitment like I have. Like I did. <laughs> Uh, so next on my my pile is Runaway Runaways issue number twenty four. Carolina and Nico are trying to be superheroes, and they're like got these costumes. They're trying to get out of the house, and then they're just kind of showing how hectic the house is. And they run into some serious bad guys who have real powers, and then they meet like a mysterious superhero. Also, I just want to say Rainbow Rowell does like a great job writing writing this like Doombot. I love it. Sorry, I just ate a bunch of McDonald's. <laughs> it's making me burp. Steve, you shake your head one more time. Oh man. Okay. Okay. So I have. Oh, it's this one. I... <laughs> it kept moving backwards. Um. So I have another vault book. This is Sarah and the Royal Stars. Uh, this is the second issue. This is about a little princess girl named Sarah. She's not little. She's and not, she's not a girl. She's a woman. Um, a tall princess woman named Sarah who is on a journey to, I guess, follow in the footsteps of her mother. It's like this whole complicated, like, uh, thing that's going on. But pretty much... 
her her dad is like the king or whatever, and when she rescues this thing who knew her mother, she calls him Old Bull. He's like a wizard or something. Old Bull. Yeah, it's he gets really mad when she calls him that. But um, she rescues him, and they go back to her home, only to find out that it's not her home anymore. Her uncle invaded, killed her brother, and like took her father and sister hostage. So she has to go on this journey with her cousin to free her people, pretty much. Some heavy shit. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Again, like I I feel like with all the vault books I've been getting, like the art is really cool. It's like really cute and colorful and stuff, but then the story is like really deep. <laughs> so I don't know whether to be like, oh, pretty colors or like cry because people are dying. Um but I actually basically like the real world. <laughs> yeah. Um I only picked that one up originally. Um because on the back of the first issue, it said something. It had, like, a preview for that heathen book that I'm reading mm-hmm. where it was, like, Viking, lesbian. And I was, like, sold because I thought they were talking about that book. And I read it, and it – no Vikings, no lesbians. But I loved it anyway, so I added it. And that's the story of how I added Seraph and the Royal Stars. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. Okay, so three left, two. I'm going to just go. I'm going to do another one. Okay, just do it. I'm just going to do it. This is Martian Manhunter issue number eight. Got four more issues. Solving crimes. It's basically, it's the past few issues have been John Jones and his partner getting to know each other a little bit deeper. And this issue is kind of his partner opening up a little bit more about how her and the original John Jones, the actual human, had connected and how their whole relationship had worked. And I don't know, it was pretty, it was really good in a very like level sort of way, level story sort of way. You, you look like a, a dog. It sounded like Dave's, Dave's steps. Yes, I know what Dave sounds like <laughs> when he walks. Um, you're still enjoying it though? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just, uh, I'm, like, ready for the, the like, because it's kind of, like, it hit its peak, and then it, like, did the plateau of, like, the story. So now I'm just ready for it to, like, because it has been building up, and that last mm-hmm. part of this issue did build up. So I'm, oh, they, <laughs> I'm waiting for that, that, that high point and just a roller coaster down to hell. Okay. Um, so I have... Uh, there's so many names on this. <clears throat> Red Sonia and Vampirella meet Betty and Veronica. Um, I haven't talked about this the last few issues because I was behind, but I'm finally caught up on it. And um, This isn't an uncanny X-Men situation. No, I didn't wait 11 <laughs> issues. Which, I don't even want to get into that again because you know how I feel about the first 11 issues of Uncanny X-Men. Okay, so um, this is... Literally just Red Sonia and Vampirella get, like, transported to, I almost said Sunnydale. Riverdale? Riverdale. This is Sunnydale. Okay. Riverdale. They get transferred to Riverdale because there's, like, some murders and stuff going on. Vampirella kind of gets framed for it because all the blood is getting sucked out of the people. She's a Vampirella. (laughs) Um, She gets framed for it, essentially, but, you know, because Veronica Large... Veronica Large. <laughs> Veronica Large has money. So she bails her out. Um, but it, they find out that the big twist or whatever is that all the people that had their blood drained had type O negative blood, which is the same kind of blood Betty has. 
don't know how they know that, like, just right away. Like, oh, Betty's got type O blood. Oh, negative blood. I, I tell all of my friends what my blood type is. You know, my mom never told me what mine was. I have no idea what my blood type is. I get stressed out by blood banks. I would love to help people, but it stresses me out. So I've never given blood. Sorry. Except to the doctor when they do, like, blood tests and stuff on me to make sure that my <laughs> liver's working right. <laughs> I never give blood except for the doctor. I, I mean, like, I don't donate blood. Yeah, like no. That kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Just the freezing was yeah. really, really Maybe good. Maybe I should ask my doctor what my blood type is. That's that's probably a That would be helpful because I could be, like, dying and they'd be like, ma'am, what's your blood type? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> These are things you think about as you get older. Yeah. I mean, I think about it all the time. I guess I am getting older every day. <laughs> I'm 30. <laughs> This is a nihilistic moment. I, we should talk about Buffy. I also have not read this one. This, is, this is Buffy the Vampire Slayer Chosen Ones. This is three different stories in three different time periods about three different slayers. I don't want to ruin anything, but that's that's the main gist of it, and it's, a, it's really good. So when I was younger, um, let's see, when did, was I staying with my grandma? I was probably like eight or nine, and... No, I would have been a little bit older than that. I was, like, really into Buffy when, like, sixth, seventh grade, like, middle schoolish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Buffy and Charmed was my shit. I used to watch it all the time. But one summer when I stayed with my grandmother, we found, like, all of these novels, like, novelizations of, like, the Buffy universe. And I remember so reading strange. one. Yeah, I remember reading one that was, like, it was called Chosen Ones, which is why I got this, because I was like, I wonder if it's the same stories. Um, but it was, like, several different stories mm-hmm. of, like, you know... Slayers through the, the years, so I'm gonna have to like find that book. Yeah, that sounds I remember loving it when I was little. Yeah, but I'll let you guys know. <laughs> I'll actually go read it. Yeah, going home tonight, finding this book, reading it. So I got two, you got three, and then we got yeah, the these house. two I did not have a chance to get yeah. to. You go first. Okay, so here's my last vault book. Um, this is She Said Destroy. You guys know how I feel about it. The art's cute, colorful, but the story's shit. I have not read that one yet. Oh, it's not shit. Forgive me. It's just not as good as I was hoping it would be from what the story is about. That's fair. Yes. Um, but yes, there's that. Um, and then this, which just made me all emotional yeah, a little bit ago. she got a little weepy. The day that I've fucking had. And then, so this is Thor. This is Jason Aaron and Mike Delmundo's last issue on Thor. Um, I'm very upset. I haven't even read it yet. But here's the nice little it's cute. cover that they did. It's me. <laughs> well, next week you'll have to talk about it, though. Okay. Because we can't let you get away with. I know. And but we have King Thor next, so it's not like it's, it's totally, we totally have like over. Five yet. more issues. Six? I think five. Five, yeah. Five more Jason Aaron Thor issues, and then who knows? Because we don't know. We don't know. We, we don't. don't know. You, it's, it's fair. You're right. I'm not. I'm not trying to knock you. I'm going to talk about Thanos now. Bring me Thanos. Is that the last one? I am inevitable. (laughs) Is that good? (laughs) This this issue, this new comic book day is brought to you by Hot Tub Time Machine 3, Avengers Endgame. And Josh Brolin. Because we all love Josh Brolin, for real. I mean, who hasn't seen The Goonies? You've never seen the Goonies? Well, Josh Brolin is in the Goonies. Never seen the Goonies. Well, you should... I was going to say levitate that. 
You know what? That's a good idea. I will you go ahead and levitate the Goonies <laughs> for me real quick. I'm going to talk about this issue five of Thanos. There is one more issue of this left. Uh, if you guys didn't know, we love Teeny. <laughs> yeah, this is a Teeny Howard production. But yes, we love Teeny here. In this shop. <laughs> in this shop. We're not in a house right now, so no. I can't say that. <laughs> but this it continues the kind of exploration of Thanos's, Thanos and Gamora's relationship. And it's kind of coming to the head of... Thanos is a dick, dude. He has, like, obviously no care for anyone, and he, I, it's weird. I really, I really like it, and it's really interesting. It's really strange, too, at the same time, to have this, like, introspective look into a relationship between these two characters, which you know is very strong, but it's, like, it's also very, you know, it's very, this is just, like, super in-depth. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I love it. I'm really excited to see what happens. Well, yeah, we should just do one and one and do our normal. Okay. So I have Mary Shelley Monster Hunter. Um, this issue is issue number five. They defeat the monster that she created and then the monster that he created that she created. Was it the Bride of Frankenstein? Yes, it was. Actually, yeah. They, they go... They go <laughs> I remember! Um... But yeah, so this is kind of the aftermath of, you know, killing the creations and stuff. Um, Mary's very worried because Adam, her creation, had said, you know, on the day of your wedding, I'll make you pay or whatever. So she takes the script for the story, you know, Frankenstein, and she tries to get the, I almost said producers. What are they called? Productions. The, the, the writers, the readers who take your writing and make them into book. An editor? Yes. Um, she takes her work to the editor, and he's like, this is real gruesome. Uh, put a man's name on it, and maybe we'll sell it. Uh, she gets married to Percy Shelley, and the entire time she's super worried because of the thing that Adam had said. Um, so it ends with her not being able to find her sister, and her sister, who was in love with Percy before Mary had even known him, she thinks that it's just because she's jealous, but there's a little more to it than that. Um, I still really enjoy this series. I, I love, love it. I, I think it's fantastic. Cause I love Mary Shelley. I wish she was my mother and I wish I was as goth as she is, was, is she's still goth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is one of my heroes and I love reading anything about her. So. Okay. So <clears throat> my next book is Batman Curse of the White Knight. And I'm like a hard meh. Hmm. No, I kind of flipped through it earlier, and that was my my general like, feeling too. I feel like Batman White Knight had something about it that was interesting, and I enjoyed. But I feel like it's kind of lost its like touch, and this is and this is obviously something completely different. But I I I'm not digging it super hard. I'll finish it. Is it cursed? It's cursed. It's a cursed book. Okay. Maybe that's why I don't like it. That makes sense. But the whole idea within this is kind of is kind of the idea. <laughs> Just so many it's ideas in this fucking idea. book. You have the past, which is kind of catching up to the current and catching up with what happened in the events of White Knight. And then there's kind of just like another shadow shadow 
group shadow shadow people. Yeah, the I don't know why that was what I decided to do. I can't. I can't. It's shadows. You know, just some some secret group that's trying to control everything and make sure that Batman stays un- as a secret identity. Like, has no nobody knows who he is. Okay. It's like I said. It's just. It's okay. I'm not mad at it. Okay. You just don't really care for it. It's, yeah. It's like in that vein of like I'm reading it, I'm grasping it, but it's not drawing me in where I'm like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. How I am with She Said Destroy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right, and our last one says House of X. I gave in. Finally got it. Um, so this is issue three of six. Well, 12 if you count. Yeah, so three. This is issue three of six of House of X. Yes, we are halfway through now. Yeah, we are halfway through now. Halfway we did. Through. We did it. Yes. But I need to. I need to justify myself in in getting and adding these books to my profile and going back and grabbing the issues is because I've just found that I need to go back and reread them. Mm-hmm. I just realized I don't have the first issue of House of X because I went back to reread it and I was like, where did this go? Remember, they all came in damaged. Never got one. I never got one. Uh, so this issue kind of deals with the sentinel mold. Yeah. Um, or the mother, or the mother mold. The mother mold. Yes. Um, and it kind of explains how powers of 10 kind of starts. Yeah. How the story begins there. I was very excited because I wasn't confused for once. I got it. I understood what was happening (laughs) and I made connections. All right. Tell me more. Uh, it's got Nightcrawler in it. You know how excited I was about that? I've been waiting this entire time for fucking Gambit, and Nightcrawler shows up in this. I was waiting for you to tell me the connections, and you just told me. I'm sorry. I just I was so excited about it because I was like, cool, he's on the cover. Like, actually Nightcrawler, not Cardinal, Nightcrawler. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just, I don't know. I feel like because uh, in the last episode, of, or in the last <laughs> issue of Powers of Ten, it kind of goes into the Chimeras and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I feel like this issue has to do with how they were able to get the material to make the gamers and powers of 10 and it's because of the thing that happens like at the end mm-hmm. um at least that's that's what i thought yeah no like, it seems like a, yeah that seems that's like how a good i theory. thought that the the two stories kind of combined because like all the characters are here yeah so oh for sure yeah no uh, that was that was my little thing and a lot of uh, there's like there's a lot of reading, of course. Yeah, there's so many graphs, and I just want to say there are there is like a chart for the Krakoan language in the back, and then the last two pages do have Krakoan writing on the very underneath part of them mm-hmm. that does translate into stuff. It took me a solid bit of time to flip back and forth. I should have just gone online and found the the key, but that's my own fault. Are you doing it right now? trying to but i don't understand letters i i just want to say that also emma frost is such a bad bitch like she is obviously ridiculously awesome but she is in this issue and she just shows shows humankind like what's what's going to come i'm just rambling as heather translates this this little little bit so yeah if you're if you're gonna get into this book keep in mind there's charts, there's lots of reading, and then lots of things that flip back and forth. And you'll want to go back and reread issues to kind of connect the dots on things that are happening. Do you got it? No. <laughs> it will be if 
it will be D. Oh. I'm done. N. E. It will be done. Those are not there. Yeah, I, that's where I was confused. That's why I was like, okay, where is this letter? <laughs> I spent a, a solid, so it's solid, just that. I, yeah, I think it's just okay. that. Okay, it but will then, be done. But then there's other, if you flip on the back back page, because there's another one. No, that's, I'm not going to do that now. <laughs> that'll take me way too long, and we're already over time right now. So, yeah, thanks everybody for listening. <clears throat> We will be back to our normal or somewhat normal schedule. We're going to be doing earlier, earlier live videos, not in the basement at work. It'll be but. at Champs. It'll be nice and quiet. Um, I just want to give a, a shout out to Steve over here. Yeah, Steve has been in this room the whole entire time very silently. Did not make a sound. He listened to everything I said and did not turn around once. Gave him directions, and he followed. Yeah, he was great. Thank you, Steve. And then I also want to give a small shout-out to Mike if he ever listens to this because he let us do this for, like, several minutes while he took over the shop. So thank you, everybody. We appreciate you. We love you. Buy comics. Do the things you do. Thanks for listening to us. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Oh, Lord. I shut it off that time. Okay. Got it. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm dying. I hit share. Okay. That works. Okay, you get to work. Yay, get to work.